What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of The Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite, yes, you can have a favorite, self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, better known as Mental Illness across all social media platforms. If this is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice, I am a diagnosed narcissist, and I use my platform on social media to raise awareness for NPD, get more people into therapy, like myself, five years, ooh, ooh, raise the roof, and also validate the victims, survivors, and thrivers. There's thrivers out there. You're thriving of this disorder and the traits that come along with it. Today's episode is going to be about how to hold a narcissist accountable. What does accountability look like for a narcissist? How do you do it? How do you get there? So the only way to exert any kind of like, y'all, accountability is different. The only way to have accountability against a narcissistic person is to have some type of leverage against this person. Leverage that they actually care about and are willing to lose. and do. Leverage that will actually hurt them and alter their existences. A lot of times, the main leverage that a person has... Okay, let me... Let me, Back narcissistic robot resetting and rewinding. I'm back. Of course, y'all. Of course. Use discretion. When you're dealing with toxic people, because some people are dangerous as hell, y'all. I promise you, they will unalive you and send you to meet God. You don't have to pray for them anymore. You will be go. You can go. You gonna talk to God face to face about this person. I'm just telling you, and you you know what that means. You gonna they will send you to meet God face to face. You don't have to pray to God anymore. You will be talking to them face to face. So use discretion because some people are yeah, some people are just dangerous out there. I promise you, they're dangerous as hell. Protect yourself. But the back, back to the point, the, the main leverage that most people have against narcissistic people is going to be themselves, your presence, you removing yourself from this situation could, you know, could hold how you is how you hold some of them accountable for their actions. Hey, if you do this to me, I'm going to leave you. If you do this to me, I won't be here when you come home. If you continue this toxic ass manipulative behavior, if you continue this line, if you if you cheat once, if you do this, if you do that, I'm going to leave. That's your leverage to hold them accountable. So most sometimes, sometimes they don't care. They'll still do it. But if they do it, then dip. If your if if your presence is your only leverage against this narcissistic person, because some people are stay at home moms and stay at home dads, some people have been financially abused, some people have been isolated and moved to a different country or to a different city or something like that. Sometimes the only leverage that you have over this person is your presence. They might want you there. You know what I mean? So exercise their leverage. Hey, look, if you do this again, I'm just gonna leave. And if they do this shit again, dip. If they do it again, dip safely, of course, use discretion. But if they do it again, dip is the fact that when they you tell them you're going to do this and when, if they do it and you don't leave, if you don't exercise your leverage, then they don't they don't believe you. I told them I was going to leave when they cheated, if they cheated on me. And guess what they did? They cheated on me with my mom. They cheated on me with my dad. They cheated on me with my sister or my brother or somebody close to you, your best friend, your boss, their boss. Somebody that you know, the neighbor, somebody that made it, they made it ultra disrespectful towards you. And guess what? When you found out, you didn't leave. And I know the reasons behind it, but the the fact of the matter is you didn't leave. Trauma bond, kids, finance. The fact of the matter is, if this is your only leverage, then you didn't leave, you, you no longer have any leverage. 
You know how long have anything to hold them accountable. Because accountability requires leverage. It just does, y'all. It requires leverage. And them have to be willing to willing they have to be willing to lose it. Some people don't care about losing it. That's why they keep doing it over and over again. If you don't leave, then you just, you know, you're in it. This is your life. Well, I tried my best. I did blah, 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 blah. I got Hoover back in. So let me let me rewind this to, to the fact about getting Hoover back. If you do decide to hold them accountable and you get Hoovered back in, when they they have made absolutely no change. There's no therapy. There's no consistent change of behavior. There's absolutely nothing. They just said sorry. Or they just text you. Or they popped up on you. And you took them back into your life. Again, you just remove the leverage. It's not a Hoover if you know about it. Y'all. If you know it's coming, if, you, if you're educated about narcissism, and they reach out to you, you know it's a, it's no longer a Hoover. If you get sucked back into the relationship, it's not a Hoover. It just can't be. That's because you're choosing it now. Hoover is, I, I don't know. Stay in power, y'all. Stop going back into the toxic relationship. I, and I know the trauma bond, I, yeah, I know it. I know it. I know trauma bonds are tough. I know that. I understand that. But as long as you keep, if you know about the trauma bond, you can say, if you can say the words, I'm trauma bonded out loud, you can break the damn trauma bond. Now, people who don't understand it, that don't know what's going on, why don't he go back to this relationship? Why does it hurt when I leave? Why do I throw up and cry and I can't get over this person? What's going on with me? Those are the people who can't probably... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Take a long time to break the trauma bond. You know about it. You know the trauma bond exists, and you keep going back into it. That's like it's, when you get to that point right there, people will start to think that you're using the trauma bond as an excuse to stay in this relationship. I'm trauma bonded. That's why I'm here. No kind of I'm trauma bonded. Come on, y'all, power up. Shift, shift from victim to thriver. Thrivers thrive. I'm telling you, it's good. It's good to be a thriver. I'm telling you, the thrivers live. The thrivers are living, living good lives. You know what I mean? Because I tell people you have to stay empowered to things like that. And y'all know damn well, I know people are like, well, Lee, this is a victim blaming episode. No, the hell is not. You know damn well I want to empower people to take back their power. And if you keep saying I'm trauma bonded and keep going back into it over and over again, people are going to stop. I'm just saying, people are going to disconnect from you and stop feeling bad for you. Like, oh, you know you're trying, you know, you haven't even, you even attempted to break the trauma. Have you started journaling? No. All right. I know I went off on a tangent, y'all, but like, goddamn, I want y'all to win so bad. I hate when y'all just get into it. I know. I, I, I just want to. I'm gonna study the drama. I'm gonna study the drama bond, y'all. I'm gonna study this thing. I'm gonna make a appeal to help break it. I'm something. I'm something. But yeah, if you don't exercise your leverage, or you keep, or you give the, or you give them the leverage, you lose. You it's like a battle, y'all, that you're going to lose consistently over and over and over again. You don't want to keep losing this narcissistic battle, this little war, or whatever you have going on with this person. You don't want to keep losing it over and over and over again because it, what's the point then? It's like there's no point of being in this. Like, y'all, come on now. I'm about to tell people to stay empowered. This is a journey. This is a healing journey right here. Stay empowered. And another form of leverage that you can have over that narcissistic person is their reputation. I'm about to tell people to document things that are happening to you. Because if this person has a good reputation, people are typically not going to believe you if you decide to tell your story. If you decide to up and willy-nilly leave and all your friends are not believing you and they take the narcissist side, you have no proof. It's just your word. 
document things y'all i'm not telling you to put the camera in a narcissist person's face every time they say something like here the camera's in your face here you go say it document keep document note take notes journal y'all <clears throat> their reputation can be your leverage i'm not telling you to go out here and try to ruin their reputation but telling the truth is not a smear campaign i'm not telling you to store up stuff just to try to ruin their reputation but that's how you hold people accountable you know what I mean? I'm just like, that's how you, accountability looks different for narcissistic people, y'all, because narcissists are going to try to avoid accountability at all costs because accountability brings shame. S H A M E. I know my, my thick, my thick Reedsville, North Carolina, Southern draw gets in the word, the way of the, be saying the word shame, but it's shameful. Taking accountability feels shameful and shame is pain to narcissistic people, y'all. It just is. Believe me when I say this. Shame is pain. It just absolutely is. So if you start, if you're dealing with narcissists and toxic people, and this is like y'all, this is, I mean, whew, I be wanting y'all to win so bad, y'all. Just understand, like you have to, whatever leverage looks like, if, le if your leverage is money, if your leverage is the kids, if your le whatever leverage looks like to you, because everybody's form of leverage is going to be different. Your leverage could be calling the goddamn police, which you probably need to do. If you if your leverage is calling the police, you should have probably already did it. You know what I mean? empower yourself stop giving these people power over your life please 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 you are in control of your own life you don't you only get one life y'all i know some of y'all be reading y'all want y'all believe in reincarnation and stuff like that and life after death and going to heaven and all that good stuff but what about right now what about living in the moment what about being here while you here what about being present and living a life to the fullest extent possible and not giving it to control of somebody else Remaining in a toxic relationship for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Because people who've been in a, there's people who've been in a relationship like this for 50 years. Imagine your grandmas and your grandpas in toxic relationships. They had no idea what they were dealing with. None. They just couldn't leave because the society told them divorce is bad. They couldn't leave. Breaking up the family is bad. They couldn't leave. So verbal, physical, mental abuse, cheating, affairs, multiple kids outside the way a lot, multiple kids outside the marriage. They had, y'all. The world is different right now. You are in you are in an empowered place right now. But it's up to you to take your power back. Find the leverage. What does leverage look like to you in your situation? What does leverage look like to relate in a relationship? And leverage typically means how do you how do you hurt a narcissist? I'm not talking about putting them in physical pain. I'm talking about just you know whatever it takes. But be safe. Oh, Goddamn y'all, be safe. Please be safe. Don't go ahead and look at this video and go like I'm documenting everything you do to me because they don't, again. Some of these people are crazy and will send you to meet Allah. Will send you to meet God. So stay empowered. Whatever kind of whatever you have to do, stay empowered. Protect yourself, y'all. Anyways, y'all have to hop off this thing. It's about the thunderstorm outside. I don't know if y'all can hear it. I might be peeling up everything nowadays. But stay empowered. Stay safe. And also, Durham, North Carolina, July 23rd, Durham, North Carolina. We're doing an in-person meet and greet at the Honeysuckle at Lakewood Bar and Grill Restaurant in Durham, North Carolina. I will be there. Raw Motivations will be there. Kerry McAvoy, PhD, will be there. Bree from Abuse is Abuse. Lisa Sunday, the author of uh, the Trauma Bond Recovery Journal, will be there. Just come through Durham, North Carolina, July 23rd. Tomorrow's my birthday. Well, today, well, this video will be posted to, to, today. So today is my birthday, y'all, July 14th. So happy birthday to me. A young sprout, 37 year old. <laughs> Thank y'all for tuning in. Mental illness is out. Peace.